0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the eighth episode of Talk Local. It is our first one of the new year, so that's pretty exciting. And we were joined by a special guest. Her name is Julia Heisman. Um, she's the owner of Here Magazine. And if you're not familiar with it, uh, it is an amazing, uh, progressive, sleek, uh, just incredible uh, writing and photography uh, magazine that's hyper local. Um, and region centric. Um, so to, I guess, explain that, that means it's awesome. It looks great. And it's got a lot of content that you're going to love. So, um, we, uh, sat down here. We, the interview went down for about 45 minutes. It was awesome. She's somebody I rely on a lot, um, from, a, from just a uh, mental standpoint, because she's somebody who's experiencing something similar that I'm doing. And it's just fun to have those conversations. Uh, so uh, the, the, again, the, the minute, the interview's around 45 minutes, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. So here is my interview with Julia Heisman from Here. So um, we can kind of get into it a little bit. The uh, I guess we can kind of just start with, like, I guess your background, right? Uh-huh. So um, you definitely run Here Magazine, and it's an awesome-looking uh, magazine. It's very sleek. Um, uh, I'd say very uh, progressive in style, mm-hmm. which is exciting. Um, is there is there a certain... Uh, form of, uh, like, um, adjective for that (laughs) that I'm just (laughs) losing?
1: Well, progressive is a a classy way to say it. You know, it's it's definitely for, like, the hipster crowd, I would say. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I mean, our demographic is, you know, ages 25 to 49, people who are passionate about... community and supporting local businesses and artisans and makers um you know i always say we i kind of created this for the hunt and gather crowd um hunt and gather for those who don't know is a pop-up market that has you know features a lot of um, artisans and makers um selling their wares and there are several other markets like it many good ones um so yeah we we just wanted to i wanted to start something that really highlights that community um They're the people who, you know, love craft beer and go to the breweries all the time and um, they love art and, you know, sort of the new uh, the new ways of doing art from a local perspective. So, um, yeah,
0: you've explained me. I feel like uh, yeah, I am your exactly. exact audience. Um, I saw that uh, the hunt and gather stuff is really interesting to me because it's mm-hmm. a cool kind of niche network to be a part of. Yes. Right. And um, so, how much is stuff like that? Or I saw. You know what else I saw? The um, I, I saw you post something about the Siegfrieds recently, and yes. I love those that couple. Uh-huh. They're actually the um, faith. Uh, they lead our worship team at mm-hmm. at Cedar Lake uh, Faith. It's really cool. They're great people. Yes, but, a very
1: talented. But, oh
0: yeah, I had this idea. Well, I can't say it publicly. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the air, um, with them uh, essentially, but the hunt and gather niche, so is that kind of the vibe you're going for when it comes to like, I guess that, um, if you're an influencer, you're kind of influencing those people as well. And you're being influenced by them as well. Like kind of that network.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, and, and the, the people who are part of that network um, are so open and inviting and really encouraging of each other to pursue their dreams and their goals and and they're very helpful. It's definitely um, the whole community over competition aspect um, in, the, in that crowd And so I just really admire that and I wanted to bring that to the masses so to say so to speak so that's part of the reason why I built it here um, not just for, so this, Small niche group of people could read it, but so that I could introduce it to the rest of the community. Like these people are, you know working doing side hustles and working really hard to um, pursue their passions mm-hmm. and in doing so they're sometimes supporting their families and I wanted that to become more known and for more people to support them
0: yeah yeah and it's they need it yes they absolutely. need it desperately <laughs> yeah. and they put in all that hard work and they mm-hmm. they do amazing jobs and it's just important that that like that our community just it's just not a lot of funding behind it and so right. it's always great to see those guys get paid Or women. Yes,
1: definitely.
0: And uh, you're talking a lot of community driven stuff. Mm -hmm. And so where does kind of your passion for the community start? Um, I know I can completely relate because it's exactly what, you know, I'm doing with my my stuff too. Mm -hmm. And I care about it as well. But where does kind of your genesis of it start?
1: Well, I mean, I was born and raised, I was actually born in um, LaPorte. And so I I experienced life out in LaPorte County for, um, you know, up until college and then um, came back here after college and uh, got involved in the media, primarily the Times. Um, I worked at the Times for a long time. And in doing so, I just, I learned a lot about what was going on in the community. I learned, I met a lot of people and could see um, that, you know, Northwest Indiana is more than steel mills and liquor stores and firework yeah, stores. Yeah, right? uh, you know, there are a lot of good people here and there's a lot of creativity and artistry and um, you know, in, in recent years with the the burgeoning downtowns that are, you know, developing and Valpo, Griffith, Michigan City, all of those, you know, I just, to me, it's exciting um, what's happening here. And because I've so long been a part of it um, on the behind the scenes, um, you know, that's why I I just have developed such a passion for the community and wanting to um, get the word out about it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's the funniest thing, you know, and not funniest, but for us, it's like it's a passion because we're on that journey to show this light to these, the, the cool of this area. Yes. And it's not always, um, I guess, welcomed in a weird way, too. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I think things like Giving Here Magazine and um, doing the stuff, because I, I, well, we're going to rewind a little bit to the Times area for you. Uh-huh. Um, so you did a lot of journalistic stuff for them, though, from an organized standpoint, right? So you did the pieces of like the magazines and quarterlies that were coming
1: Right. Yes. The Times has had several regional magazines, um, niche magazines, um, lifestyle kind of like here, but also, you know, health, bridal business. And I, for several years, I was the managing editor um, of those magazines. I did leave for a while to do some marketing and communications. And then the Times asked me to come back to to lead their lifestyle magazine at the time called Inspired Living. Mm. And I did that for two years, and it was um, a fantastic experience. I loved it. And that's how I met a a large part of the network that now helped me with here, as far as photographers, writers, and just other entrepreneurs. but anyway so then um, when that magazine they decided to discontinue that magazine is when i you know decided to keep going within the magazine industry Cool. because uh, i couldn't imagine doing anything else <laughs>
0: <laughs> so looking back at that what is like some of your takeaways from that experience of working there and that kind of growth period for you
1: um well it was fantastic the cool thing is when i started there i think it was um 2008 or 2000 i don't remember it was right before the big crash uh, you know economic crash um so at that time you know, all the print advertising was done in print. It was kind of in our heyday. Um, you know, you didn't, salespeople didn't even have to pursue people. They were answering the phone and taking ads. Right, um, right. That's, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, so it was cool to be there while you're we were kind of like at the peak of um, the industry. And also, it was the time when the internet started to really, you know, develop. Right, in right. The, in the lives of regular everyday people. So I got to be kind of on the ground floor of like, okay, what does this look like for media, you know, social media? And I remember when my coworker explaining to me what YouTube was. I mean, <laughs> I have a very distinct memory of that. And now it's a laughable because it's, yeah, you know. Yeah. But um, it was it was a great experience to be on the ground floor of of that, you know, in this, in this crazy time of media. I got to see the best and the worst of times in the media. And now crazy. I think I think um, you know, print media is still really kind of trying to figure out how (laughs) this all works, myself included. How do you have a, a nice print piece while also, you know, Catering to the, the the digital side of things, it's it's tricky.
0: It is tricky, and uh, you know, it's like it's one of those things that. So when I worked at Lakeshore, it's a very kind of similar aspect, except for it's completely different in industry, right? <laughs> but it's like you've, it, the, while they're related in theme by media, right. they're both operating in completely different aspects, and so one's print and one's TV mm-hmm. and radio. And what was interesting about it was. Um, Because these machines have gotten so big, like, and I mean by as a company, it's Mm -hmm. almost so hard to pivot. And so the pivoting is so slow. Yes. And so it's really tough to kind of, and just to kind of give people at at home listening to this an insight, it's like, if the lead person, if the president of the times has a great idea and wants to implement it, it's probably three months away. Right. You know, (laughs) while it gets all the way down. So it's really tough, and especially for someone who's really ambitious, Mm -hmm. to be inside some of those, uh, I guess, that restraint yeah right and so when the world is coming down around us and rome is burning and what it feels like its sales are going down people are being laid off and it's Mm -hmm. been happening at lee or you know at the times Mm -hmm. it's been happening at lakeshore it's like these but it's just so hard to pivot for some people you know um and so these antiquated systems of media are still like you said trying to figure it out and it's going to be a race to figure it out Mm -hmm. you know and so how are you trying to implement i guess how are you uh, trying To implement uh, the print aspect of digital for here,
1: uh huh. Well, you know, we have a website where um, we post all of our stories, and our website is also very beautifully designed. I really wanted to invest in um, high quality design for the website because it's just as important as the print piece, and um. I am working on getting more stories that are exclusive to just online that you know you don't see in the magazine, um, but that's you know been a process. And of course, we have all of our social media too, um, which I'm gonna be getting into more video, uh, yeah. Facebook Live, Instagram Live, all of that. Um, it's
0: daunting. I know it's, it is. it's not that fun. No,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was always a behind the scenes person, and now I'm like the everything, and it's just so uh, a lot of anxiety.
1: I know. So, and I mean, social media is such a monster. I was thinking the other day, you know, I don't even I feel like I don't even have the time to look at Insta, other people's Insta stories to really learn what the trends are. Mm-hmm. Because you go, you go down a rabbit hole and you're on it for two hours. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's just looking at them, you know, and yeah. you have good intentions. And yeah, it's it's always changing. And so you, it's just kind of constantly trying to do what works best for you.
0: Sure. I think you killed it yesterday. I know you did Thanks. our Tuesday takeover and I was loving it. Thanks. Yeah. I like thank I, I love the story. I love being able to kind of have that local tilt. Mm-hmm. And I thought you did a great job of um, organizing all the, the picture packages mm-hmm. to make sense and thematic, you yeah. know, and so it was really cool and engaging. So thank, thank you for you. doing that. That was awesome. Thank
1: you for it's, asking this me. This is like
0: the week of Julia and <laughs> <Yay>. here and, <laughs> and here. So it's really cool. And I know we've been talking for a long time. We've met um, probably, I don't know, now at this point, three, four months ago
1: yeah maybe even more than that. maybe
0: longer than that yeah and it's always been fun because you've always been someone i can like uh that's been a great conversation because we're doing we're both being um engaging in super ambitious projects yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the face of them so it's mm-hmm. like one of those things of how to kind of um Figure out ways that maybe we can kind of a be a shoulder to, look, to cry on every once in a while. I know it was for me on you, which usually gender-wise, that probably most stereotypically would <laughs> be different. Um, but I mentioned on Sundays, like the last time we met was at Panera, and it was like I you caught me in a moment where it was like I had no idea how stressed I was, and it was just an awesome conversation, and it was like one of the most pivotal moments of my of the doing this so far. So oh, that's good thank you for that. Um, but back to the magazine. Um where did so where when it comes to the ambition style of it and you're talking about the the MWI lifestyle and stuff mm-hmm. so what like but like you know at the one day you said you know what I'm going to give this 100% mm-hmm. and I want to do this why <laughs> what what, <laughs> what fuels that
1: <laughs> well, um, you're saying why? Why do I want to do like my own what, magazine? Yeah,
0: because the amount of work you're putting yeah. in, and I don't think people realize that. Yes. Like, you are literally this is 40 to 70 hours a week right now, oh, right? And you're you're balancing a lot of different schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're uh, digesting a million different forms of media, and you're you're literally synthesizing it into one network. Yes. It's insane, yeah. and you have to have the quality across the board. So it's not <laughs> right. like you just get stuff and it's like, oh, that's great, mm-hmm. you know. It's, yeah. So there's like a lot of thought, yes. a lot of organization, and a lot of uh, focus. So, right. what fuels that?
1: Well, um, you know, like I said, after I, I lost my job at the Times because they discontinued that magazine, um, I had several people contact me and say you need to keep this going or you need to do your own. In fact, people have been telling me even before that, and that Mm -hmm. you should do your own magazine. And, um, you know, it's kind of like, you don't really know what you're capable of until the floor drops and you don't have a choice. And I just couldn't imagine doing anything else. It's just work that I love so much and I know how to do it. You know, even though it is stressful, I know how to assign stories and put a magazine together. So I thought, well, why not? And, um, you know, what keeps me going, yeah. <laughs> even though it's a lot more than just assigning stories, you know, now as the editor and publisher, it's, you know, the business end of things too. What keeps me going is hearing people um, say how much they love the magazine mm. and what it's doing for our community. Awesome. And that has been a surprise to me. For me, it's like, yeah, this it's this beautiful piece and we're highlighting some businesses and that's great, but People are saying that there is a need for it and that this is meeting that need and which the need is, like you said, to showcase the cool that is here in Northwest Indiana. And so when I see, you know, like this past week, our, our most recent issue came out last week and there are people that I don't even know who are. Taking pictures of it and posting it, oh, uh, cool. themselves reading it with a cup of coffee, or, you know, yeah. and that was happening at first with people that I knew. So, of course, you know, it's still nice, but when it's people you don't even know, like I've never even met, <laughs> but they love it so much that they're taking pictures. I mean, that is that's awesome. That is so rewarding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and, a high for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I have such a great team who help make it, you know, as excellent as it is. You know, I cannot by any means take all the credit but um so what
0: does that team look like so i'm sure you've got like a small team that you work with probably daily right and then or at least a couple every couple days maybe you know weekly and then you've got a lot of other contributors that are kind of coming in when you're assigning those stories so what does those teams look like
1: yeah so i mean my regular team it would be my designer brad wolf who is phenomenal he's the reason why it looks so good um and then i have right now i have two sales reps um, who sell advertising. Cool. So I'm actually expanding that team to, um, of sales, but yeah. And we, you know, we, none of us are ever really in the same office. We all work out of our homes. And so it's all just email and yep, texting yep. and phone, you know, phone calls. Uh, so that's, those are my regulars. And then I, yes, I have freelance writers and photographers.
0: Nice. And yeah. so do you like, just a uh, curious, um, how do the ideas spawn? So is it like one of those things that you're just kind of sitting around and you're like, that would be really cool if we did that. And I think that they would do a great job at it.
1: Yes. I mean, that's part of it. Okay, Uh, (laughs) I have ideas all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, just yesterday I was, I told you earlier, driving around LaPorte County to deliver a lot of the magazines and just driving around and seeing billboards and seeing businesses that I hadn't you know, thought of it in a while. I thought, oh, we should do a story on them or we, we can feature them. So that's a big part of it. Um, I also have a group of brand ambassadors. So these are oh, people yeah. who, yep. um, they're local entrepreneurs, business owners, um, but also they're all creatives, you know, and they were the ones who kind of helped me launch the magazine. I contacted them when I first started um, thinking about the idea of a magazine and, they, and asked them if they would help me promote it, and just come up with ideas for it. And they were all on board. So they give me a ton of ideas. That's great. Yeah. That's awesome, actually. And then, of course, you know, you base it off, too, of, you know, you want to help the advertisers out and, you know, people send you story pitches. I mean, it's just... The, I the get balance. I get way more ideas than I'm able to actually <laughs> execute.
0: And it's funny you say like the advertisers are keeping that part of it too, because I think that's the that's the struggle, right? Yes. It's the and we're we're tiptoeing it all the time. It's that difference between content over revenue. Mm-hmm. And where does it where does it kind of go? And I think sometimes you gotta make that decision. Well, from a revenue standpoint, that makes sense. And so if the content, if the quality of the content takes a little bit of a hit, we can make up for it in these three different ways, you know? Right. And so it's really interesting, we're balancing that all the time. And um, i guess that's one of those challenges that are only going to get harder <laughs>
1: yeah the
0: bigger you get i guess yeah. right because it's how do you how do you keep everyone happy you right know?
1: yeah i mean the nice thing about what we're doing with here is we have such a defined audience that um really the people who are who are advertising in it are the ones who we would probably do stories about anyway, cool, you know, cool, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it kind of helps. But yeah, you do have to, you know, I've, i actually have had people say, why don't you have people pay for stories? And I, that thought did cross my mind. Um, but I just couldn't do it because it's, you know, it kind of takes away from the integrity oh, of yeah. the magazine.
0: I'm glad to hear you say that yeah. Julia, the <laughs> same way, I'm the exact same way. I had to almost turn down a podcast this, uh, this week because I thought that it was going to be on another network that I don't trust. Mm. or i on that play to play thing yeah and I just don't like it and I don't want to do anything to help them be credible
1: <laughs> right. I'm
0: not you're not trying to be mean mm-hmm. you know and I won't I won't name them publicly but it's like I just don't have any trust or respect for it cuz I love journalism I think right. it's like one of the most important aspects of the community and like what you're doing that's why I love what you're doing so much and so um, when when you get these people who are like oh you're gonna pay me 50 bucks and I'll do an entire spread on you it's like that is such BS yeah and then where do what kind of trust do you have with your consumer you know but right you want to keep the doors open too. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a business thing that decision they made, but what are you going to do? Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's tough. It's a tough balance. Mm -hmm. So, so what are you like, so right now you, your, your magazine's coming out once every two months. Mm -hmm. So it's bi-monthly and where do you kind of see it growing? Because it seems like you're, you said earlier that um, a lot of your feedback has been like, this is probably the best looking issue yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And it released last week. So for everyone who understands, where can people find it? So we know that.
1: Well um, we actually, this, issue is the first time that we've really expanded our, dis- we've changed our distribution model. So it used to be where um, it was sold in some local shops and boutiques. Mm-hmm. Um, people could buy it for $5. Well, that was limiting our audience. Um, we could only have it in so many stores in a town because otherwise they're competing with each other. And you know, and then people might not be inclined to really spend money on it. So we decided to uh, do away with that model and make it free. So now it's available in almost 100 locations no throughout Lake Porter and LaPorte County and then some surrounding bordering communities.
0: So that's interesting. Yeah. So you're saying that by not charging a wholesale price up front, and I'm, I'm just curious, uh-huh. you're, you're saying by not doing that, that more stores were willing to bring it on? Or is it just the same amount of stores that were involved in the beginning? Oh, it's way more. Way more. Yeah. So now from a, from a, I guess, a business standpoint, that's awesome because that's just that much more exposure.
1: Yeah, it's more exposure. I mean, it's, you know, obviously we're losing some revenue, but we weren't enough to really, to me, the, the more exposure will bring in more revenue in the right. long run yeah, through 100%. advertising and everything. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it it's definitely a good move. And already there's a lot of buzz around it. And um, for anybody who wants to know what those locations are, it's on our website, readheremag.com.
0: Cool. I stopped mm-hmm. by the website, super sleek, looks awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you're talking a little bit about changing your distribution method. And so like, uh, what kind of brought you that to that kind of was it just from the exposure? Is just that the reason why? It's yeah,
1: just... it was just frustrating that um, the first two issues. I felt like I still had too many issues left over, and mm. you know, there's still a lot of people who hadn't heard about the magazine, and it was still new, of course. But yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. seeing, I was just seeing sort of the trend where it was going to be very limiting. So I thought, you know what, I'll just you know make it free. We're also, you know, we're promoting local businesses and small businesses and. Uh, um, you know people so we want we want the word to get out about them too it's not just to benefit us right? oh yeah you know? yeah yeah
0: it was uh, yesterday it's like a perfect example um when you posted and you put uh, ron industrial in there uh-huh. um, we were literally we have a meeting scheduled with them next week oh, and like okay. we didn't you, you, just so people know i did not i did not tell julia at all what to post right, right? no like, you no, didn't no i give you the keys and i yeah. say do you uh-huh. right I had to limit it to like three to five posts because Julio took over our Instagram like oh. four weeks ago <laughs> and posted like 32 times and it got me banned from Instagram for like 45 minutes. It was like, so I was like, all right, maybe we do have to put some restrictions on here. Um, but yeah, so and you you absolutely slayed that. Um, so thank you for doing that. And it was really cool. But that's awesome how that kind of, that, you know, that that niche community is so cool. Where else do you kind of want to go into it except for like the makerspace area of it? Is there like a little bit of a, whether that's like theater Or where else kind of do you see it? Oh,
1: definitely. Anything in the arts, really. Arts is Um, kind of your your focus. Yeah, artists and um, writers, you know, and actors, like you said, theater. Um, And we do have a lot of content in there about where to go, places to go, and things to do in the area. We have a a calendar of events. And, um, you know, in this current issue, we have, um, we, highlighted three places that have comedy you know local locally um have stand-up comedy so things like that's that cool. and that's one
0: area i have no idea that even exists in i
1: know most people didn't no and idea. that's why we did that story <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so yeah i mean it it runs the gamut it's not just makers and artisans it's just a lot of people in the area who are doing creative things
0: cool mm-hmm. um where do you see the magazine going i know you're figuring it out still yeah. but like where are you where do you see it going like what's long term what are you hoping to get out of it
1: well, uh, definitely want to in- increase our digital presence, um, and also, I actually have dreams to expand this into other markets, you know, yeah. here Indianapolis, or here St. Louis, um, so <laughs> that's way down the road, but I would love to do that, um, I think that would be fun.
0: We're like the exact same person, <laughs> it's awesome, it's awesome, it'll mean for a lot of collaborations later, yeah, that's for sure, and be really cool, you yeah. know. Um, I was going to ask you too, like, so what are some of your favorite moments so far? It's kind of happened. I mean, I, I could probably, if you asked me the question, I could probably come up with like three or four, but, um, what are some of like those, those moments, maybe that like the anxiety was just as high, but it kind of worked itself out or it's like something to that extent. And you actually told a great uh, bit about the cover of this earlier before we went on. So stuff like that, like, what do you got for uh, that aspect of it?
1: Um, did we talk about the cover on air or off? I can't remember. I don't know. <laughs> I think it was off. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I think it was too. So I, I will share that story for people who want to know. Um, it It's a cover, the cover has, you know, like a, black, a gray hat with a map and a, and a camera. It's really cool and artsy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had other pictures, photos that we were going to use and just none of them were really working out, you know. Um, and so, My designer had this, what's on the cover, he had that hanging on his wall.
0: Which is unbelievable. Yeah. I would never have the vision. (laughs) To put that in my own house, and it's it's brilliant.
1: Oh, I know, and that's why he's a designer, and he's you know he's the reason he looks so good. So anyway, he said, you know, this kind of goes with the you know the theme of our story about um, we we highlight some men in the area who are well dressed, and you know a couple of them travel as a part of of their style. So he's like, why don't we just do this? And he sent me a picture of it. I'm like, yes, that's it, that's Uh, it. That's you know, it was just like so clear that that's what it should be, and it's it was. Far outweighed, you know, the other the other photo, photos, and it was two hours before we went to the program. Oh my so. god! <laughs> so there's that, and then um I don't know. I I think one of the other highlight highlighted moments for me was um we had a dinner with my brand ambassadors. This is before the first issue even went to press. I
0: saw the social media uh, press. Yeah, it. it blew yeah. up on social yeah, yeah, media. Yeah.
1: Um, this is back in the summer. And so I just, I wanted to really honor my brand ambassadors for helping me. So we had a backyard dinner party with the string lights. Yeah, and it looked beautiful. Music by the Siegfrieds. And, um, <laughs> nice, I didn't Aussie. know they were there. Yeah. That's uh-huh. cool. Uh, we had, you know, it was catered food. It was so Everything about it was perfect. And just seeing the excitement from this group about the magazine and about what this is going to do to the community, that was... It was a night I'll never forget. I can't even, it brings me chills just thinking
0: about it. Oh, that. man. That's <laughs> awesome. That's one of those I wish I was at. That was, yeah. that looked really cool. Yeah,
1: it was.
0: And so, where was it at? Was that your, was that it was at your, you said your house? It was at my
1: friend's house. Oh, your friend's PowerPoint. house? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I saw that stuff when it was going on. And I think that was like the first introduction mm-hmm. I had to what you, were, you had going on because we haven't met before that. And if we did, it was probably just in passing. But, Um, I think Martin was a part of it, and so I was like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh And so I was like, oh, I got to meet her and see what's going on. And it's been awesome. Even just kind of seeing it from a distance, like um, I know you've got a lot of like momentum going from the uh, from the change of distribution things, what it sounds like. And I I just love the look, man, I do. I think I know I know people like don't give that enough credit, but like, Mm -hmm. really, it's so cool. And um, it's something that I know it's, it's funny because when you start to kind of do the networking runs, um, I'm starting to see a lot of people I know in it too. Yeah. So it is a mirror of the community, yeah. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Are you planning on implementing yourself into the look at all moving forward? Oh, I don't know about that. You don't know? No. <laughs> were, were those pictures I used on the Instagram story okay?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They okay, were great. cool. Because yeah, they were, were the profile. Picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I'm like, I think if, usually people if they only put profile pics, they have they have approved. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, yeah. No,
1: I think if, if anything, if you see my face more, it would be on video and you know, social media, it wouldn't be necessarily in the magazine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I know that idea in particular was Siegfried's that I would like to do something maybe together. Because I think from a look standpoint, it makes a lot of sense, except unfortunately, it's seasonal. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be for a while.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: But um, it doesn't mean that we can't open up more ideas and thoughts about that stuff. Would be really cool because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we, we got we got a lot of weird stuff happening right now, which is cool. <laughs> like I, I know if you're listening and this is a little odd, and you're hearing a lot of background noise, I apologize. Um, right now, you don't know what that is. Well, you will because it'll be out. But we're launching a contest, so there's literally all hands on deck, and it's everyone. And we're literally releasing it in, within the hour, so that's why <laughs> it sounds like a bomb's going off right now um (laughs) it's crazy um but this is like one of those moments for me you know yeah that that just keeps building and like you just don't know what it's going to be like yeah you know it's like i don't even know well i guess by the time people see this they'll know what it is but or or hear this but Mm -hmm. it's that craft beer contest and like it for us it's like i've had so much anxiety over this Mm -hmm. um and it's been so overwhelming because there's been so many different um components and it's been such a team you know thing and it's just been like crazy
1: yeah. Well, I mean, if I can offer some advice, please, I, you know, I, I think it's easy to get caught up in, and this is for any entrepreneur, whether you're in the media or not. I think it's easy to get caught up in, you know, everything has to be perfect. And, um, and what if this goes wrong? What if that goes yep. wrong? And yep. most of the time people are not noticing it. <laughs> you're so right. Like they'll they notice so right. the big idea. And I know your, what your idea that you have is fantastic. And I've seen the, the video and everything. And so I think, you know, I have to step back sometimes and say I'm stressing over the tiniest little things that nobody is going to care or notice. And if it does go wrong, because sometimes it does, I'm like, oh, the world didn't end. I thought that it would, and it didn't. So, you know, it's just kind of like weighing the the battles.
0: So when do you feel that stressed? What do you do? Like, do you have any kind of, like, (laughs) methods? Because I would love to hear those.
1: I actually have a, a playlist on my phone with calming music and there's one song in particular it's by All Sons and Daughters um, I can't remember the name of the song but it has a, a place in it where I like take a deep breath and I you know like and for some reason listening to that just calms me down oh that's awesome yeah and I also have lots of little quotes and like it, I, anybody who comes to my office probably laughs because I, I'm a big post-it fan okay so I post <laughs> <Okay>. it everywhere okay <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, you know, 75% of them are like inspirational quotes and scripture and stuff just to, like, I look awesome. at those when I'm feeling really anxious. Oh,
0: anxiety is yeah. the worst. Yes. I, uh, a couple days ago, like I was sitting there and it's the same mentality I had when I was zip lining, Cause I'm like deathly afraid of falling. And so I jump off this thing and like, at one point I'm like, you know what, at this point, if I'm going to die, it's God's will. Yeah. It's in his hands. <laughs> and so that was like, gave me enough strength until it got like crazy high and I'm like, I'm out. But like, you know, even with this, it was like, you know what, I'm putting so much focus. i essentially I'm putting all the weight on my shoulders. And that was like the only solace I can come to is like, it's not in my hands
1: right.
0: at this point. I've done everything I could do to make it happen. If it doesn't, if it fails, it fails. Yeah. <laughs> you know, which sucks cause I'm a competitor, <laughs> you know? You know? Um, so is, what, what kind of other things are going on for you then? At least from that aspect of it, I don't know. I know that's pretty wide. That's a wide question and pretty abstract, but um, is there anything else going on for you? Um, you were at that, uh, did you, did you end up showing up at that pink piano thing?
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you? Cool. Yeah. That was cool. It was. I had
0: a few moments in that.
1: Oh, you did? I, I thought I saw you from a distance. We had to leave early because my daughter suddenly got an ear infection while we were there. But, um, oh, really? She started complaining about her ear. But no, that was awesome. I awesome. Mean, I've always been a fan of the Pink Piano. I've gone since the very beginning of it and um, there's just something magical about hearing live music and singing along and, yeah, you know, in yeah. a group of people and, you know, downtown, it's, it's just really cool.
0: It was cool. It was a great event. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it was my first pink piano experience and, uh, I was hoping to actually kind of see you there because I've never, I know for sure I've met your husband before in some type of circle, oh, but, really? um, cause we, yeah, I know he's in the baseball world yeah. and, uh, I know we've run into each other and I just can't think of where I can't think of when, but I just know it's happened.
1: Yeah. That happens to him all the time. He knows a lot of people. He's like, I don't remember how I know them, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and for, uh, so your your husband's uh, coaches college, right? Yes, he's yeah. a
1: baseball coach at Trinity Christian College. How
0: they how they do? Oh, their, their season's about to start, isn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, yeah, they're just starting in like Janu- January, mid January. They have uh, practice. Spring trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they that? go to uh, Florida. Oh yeah, what part? Or Orlando? Oh, that's yeah. fun. Are you going? No, I don't go because they're gone the whole time, and I don't want to just sit at baseball games. <laughs>
0: It's so funny and my wife went to meet with uh, when I was at Purdue University North Central we went down to Florida and it was like yeah she didn't she was like miserable yeah all she could do is just sit in the hotel room and sort of felt like or right. go to the game you right. know yeah but uh, yeah that's really I mean um, is there anything else you want to kind of touch on
1: well I did want to say even though we are giving away the magazine for free um, in the stores. Uh, you can subscribe to it and it used to be our subscription was thirty dollars and we've reduced it to twenty to make it a little more oh, cool. accessible for people. Cool and
0: that subscription gets you to, like all the issues for a year? Yes. Awesome. A year. So
1: six issues and it's delivered right to your door so you don't have to worry about going out and finding it. So it's you're you know, you're paying for the convenience of it.
0: Cool. Is there anybody like out there you want to give a shout out to like that's been really awesome and helping you out? Uh
1: well. I gave a shout out to, to Brad, to Brad. Brad my, got one. my brand ambassadors, and my sister who has helped me with um, ad sales. And um, I don't know, I could go on around day. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to you, I mean, you've been a comrade in, in this um, you know, venture of oh, starting s- a new media. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a crazy world, but we're, we're somehow navigating through it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got, um, I think, I, well, I've been very fortunate because we started out with me and Josh. Uh-huh. And that's kind of how it started. And then um, that conversation you and I had was really helpful for me because it reminded me of a really important aspect of this, and that's to scale at my pace, not everyone else's. Right. And that was uh, that, that was the the big lesson I got out of that. And so um, that's really helped alleviate some of that. And so. Um, since then we went on a little bit of a hiatus, but as you can see, we've, we've got like a team now of people, which is cool. And so, um, everyone's kind of excited about it and we're meeting weekly to kind of figure out ways that we can kind of approach people and do things to that extent. And the, the feedback has been awesome.
1: Oh yeah, you guys are you know. killing it, I think, well, thanks, from my Julie. perspective, I'm <laughs> really impressed.
0: The, uh I'm, I'm really, you know, it's funny because when you do this stuff and you have faith and confidence, I'm, you, I'm, I can, you can relate, uh-huh. right? And so when you do this stuff and you have confidence and you think you, that you've got a good vision and then you kind of go for it and implement it, it's really awesome to hear people like get to feel that response back yeah. and be on the right drive, you know? Uh-huh. And so even with the podcast, like I'm amazed at like this, you know, this show. And how many people are just like excited to be a part of it and want to be on it. And it's just it's overwhelming. It's a blessing, you know, and so figuring out ways to kind of do that and use that as a jumping point is really that's probably the hardest thing I've got going right now. Yeah, Um, Not outside of this contest, because like literally um, I'm preparing myself to just reach a level of anger today that I haven't reached in a long time. And, then, and it's not because of people. Like, I think the audience is going to be great. Yeah. I, I really think it's because Facebook is going to be a problem.
1: Yeah. Facebook is the bane of my existence right now. Right. Honestly. So you're feeling it, too. <laughs>
0: Thank you. What, oh, where, what struggles are you having with it? Please let me know.
1: Nobody sees my posts anymore. Yes. And I feel like that's changed just in the past few months. Like, it, yes. before it wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah.
0: How frustrating is that? It is. And so I'm in the situation where since I've had the, Prevet, the guys from Prevecho on here, mm-hmm. that day I released that video, they wouldn't even give me the option to boost it <sighs> for 24 hours. What? and not, not even that I was going to boost it. I didn't even have the option to boost it. And so like they took away my, my boosting ability. And then um, they like my reach was just way down. Uh-huh. And it's like what is happening? Usually it's like if I post something directly, even a Facebook live, it's eight hundred views. Right. Usually, for some reason I could I was fighting for a hundred views. Weird. Last Sunday I put in that graffiti art video is the same thing. I, I put that thing out and I released it on that Friday and they wouldn't allow me to boost it. And luckily, it's like, you know, people were so engaged in it anyway, it didn't matter. Yeah. But it really hurt the Prevecho one because the Prevecho one, not as many people saw it. And that one's kind of more exciting, yeah. you know. And so that kind of hurt that. But luckily, like that, that piggybacked off the graffiti art video. So it wasn't mm-hmm. a huge loss. But um, last Sunday, this is no joke. So I appeared on this, um, this episode of uh, Lost of Time with Joel Henderson. And he goes to abandoned buildings and does these like explorations. Well, um, he, I was on the CP Greenhouse one. Right. Oh, so I yeah. just, just, just to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. And we're there. And so he finally released the trailer He and it was my fault. I lost track that he even released it. But so I, I posted it, I shared it off his page cause I wanted him to get the views. And that was original content that he posted directly to Facebook. So it wasn't a YouTube link. Okay. I in five hours, this is no joke. And this has been three days since I've posted on Facebook. I had 23 views or 23, <laughs> a reach of 23, 18 views and five likes. Ugh five hours 23 reach that's insane yeah it doesn't even make sense right i could have sent that to my friends and right. gotten more reach <laughs> yeah. and why do i even need you yeah. you know and then so i out of the experiment matt and i we were like how is this going on because that's matt as my social media strategist mm-hmm. and um we get together and like i could make an entire podcast of my conversations daily with him and that's literally starts with what the hell is going on, Matt? <laughs> like, what is, what, please answer this for me. Yeah. And so then we've been doing a lot of experiments. And the one recently that was crazy was that same post and that Joel Henderson thing. We, we, I have like, Joel, can you just send it directly to me and just see what happens? Mm-hmm. Within like 30 minutes, it had a reach of 500 and had like 250 views. So it's like yeah. they're literally not even allowing you to share things right now. How that does that bizarre. make sense? Right. So like, I'm so like, I know this, I know the size of what this is should be today. And I just know they're going to screw it up.
1: Yeah. It sucks. I know.
0: And so I'm ready to like spike my phone. <laughs> I'm anticipating it. <laughs> it's going to be one of those moments of anger that I just haven't had to deal with in a long time.
1: I, and I think that um, society as a, as a whole would be better if we all just banned Facebook. And then I agree.
0: <laughs> I agree. I went on a 30 minute rant on this on Sunday. <laughs> I, my analogy was like, I feel like I'm putting together an awesome basketball team. We have like LeBron, we have Steph Curry, we have Kevin Durant. Like we just made all-stars. We got, a, we got coaches. We got, uh, we're practicing hard. We're playing hard. And then we get to the game and the refs are just screwing us left and right. And it's like, there's nothing we can do. There's an
1: analogy. Yeah.
0: And it's like, we can't, you know, we can't like bribe them too, you know? So it's like, we're just getting screwed and it doesn't matter. And it's de- de- it's like defeating at times. Yeah. And he, like in, there's many people who say that like Instagram's cool. It's just not as, it's not the same. No. You know, Instagram yeah. like it's easier to get those follows, but it's just the the the, the reach right um, just doesn't blow up like that like Facebook can
1: right. You know, so, so can't share and all that yeah.
0: I never <laughs> thought I'd be a slave to social media. Did you? <laughs> I never thought I would be.
1: No, oh, if you
0: had yeah. told me ten years ago, I'd have been like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. I never went th- even up to like two years ago, I would say really yeah yeah I didn't want anything to do with it
1: yeah. It's I, I feel chained to it because of the industry that I'm in, you yeah, know, everyone's yeah. like, oh, you should do Facebook fast. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. I'm
0: so glad Facebook sucks for you, too. That <laughs> oh, makes yeah. me feel so and much better. I know
1: a lot of other people, other business owners are complaining about it, too. And I mean, I understand that Facebook needs, the you know, the revenue and that you can't just have everything for free. And I, I respect that. But, you know, come on. Throw us a little bit of a bone. Yeah, and
0: you know what's gonna end up happening, and this is my prediction. I don't know if this is what there's gonna be a group of people who get royally screwed by this process that they're going through, and it's gonna be someone with like large pockets. Yeah. And what's gonna happen is they're gonna have enough of a legal team and they're gonna be able to kind of like say the analytics of how the monetary damages that these games are they're they're playing with huh. is. And I think it's gonna end up being like or you know how you get those phone calls every once in a while where it's like, did you buy a video game at Best Buy for the last, this, between this period of time? <laughs> Do you want to join this lawsuit? And then you get like a check for 10 bucks. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's going to be something like that eventually. Yeah. And it's going to, I think what we're seeing is like the slow decline of that company. They got probably way too much money to ever st- die instantly, right. but it's going to be a slow death for yeah, them at this point. I,
1: I can see that. I, I
0: think they just peaked. Yeah. When you can't get your stuff out anymore, it doesn't even make sense. Right 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 it
1: defeats the whole purpose of the medium <laughs> right?
0: yeah and now you got to pay for it so it's like then what, what do we all just got just endless amounts of money yeah that's yeah, so what this is i know so what, what i be doing this for <laughs> <laughs> i'd be in like an island i'd be <laughs> in hawaii right now for mai tai or something i don't even know what that would be at least craft beers or something but yeah so um again uh oh, i haven't said it yet but thank you for coming in and but but again thank you for like the relationship Mm -hmm. i really appreciate this stuff i know i feel a little bad because i don't feel like we even really got into like the like the you know the business to business owner combos (laughs) that we get into but i think you know what one of the things i hope everyone takes away from this is just uh how important a local media is and that we're both focused hyper locally so it's really awesome um and how great of the work you're doing is and i hope that's the takeaways from this because People need to see this, thank you. you know, and I really 100% believe that. And like I said, you know, it's like the the motivation is right. The ambition is right. The intent is there. And so like anything we can do to help, let me know. Okay. I thank really mean so that. Much. So thank um, so thank you for coming in. Uh, and uh, is there anything you want to kind of?
1: No, I guess just, you know, if anybody wants to find out more about our magazine, um, our website is mag. Um, dot com, And that's the our handle on all of our socials too, Read Here Mag.
0: Read Here Mag. And what other socials are you on? Facebook? Facebook,
1: Instagram, <laughs> Twitter, begrudgingly. Um, I know, right? And Pinterest as well.
0: Cool. You know, it's uh, funny is Twitter has been like the one um, that I have not been doing as much, but yeah. I've been getting the most organic followers from, which is weird. Oh, interesting. It makes no sense. Yeah. Yeah. I hear Snapchat's fun too.
1: Yeah. I I just, I can only do so much. I know. And
0: are you controlling <laughs> all the social media? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, so, is it so bad? Isn't it, it suck? Is, yeah. Oh, it's very I,
1: time consuming.
0: Very. People don't realize that either. Yeah. But uh, okay. So check her out on read, hear, Mag all across the board on all those platforms and ReadHearMag.com. Um, and I think her personal ones at Julia yes, right? So on Instagram, at least. And then Julia Perla Heisman on Facebook. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and for us, uh, we have this contest launching, which you'll be hearing and seeing and, uh, follow us on local two one nine local underscore two one nine on Twitter and local two one nine on Facebook and Instagram. So, um, we do have some exciting news. This will be, we, uh, went through the jumps and the hoops Mm -hmm. and we're on iTunes now. So we got that going on, which awesome. is fun. Okay. And the next one is Spotify. That's like the one I really want to get on because that's what I use all the time. Like Spotify is my jam. Um, so yeah, uh, so you can get all that information from her. Please follow her across all that stuff. It's awesome. You want to be a part of this, uh, especially now. Um, so uh, that's all I have. Uh, so if you uh, have any questions for us, uh, contact us I'm on there and then uh, we'll be talking to you. Bye. Three, two, one, out. <laughs>